Welcome to the Storytellers with a Message podcast. This is where we tell real stories with real people. I'm Lori Grant, and I'm committed to capturing some of our life stories and lessons we learn from them. Everybody has a story to tell. It had been a difficult few weeks. We all have them. Perhaps a good solution is to break away from our normal routine and surround ourselves with some different scenery. Maybe if we get out of the daily grind, we can view things a little differently and recharge. I was hoping that would be the case. My friend and I lived about eight hours away from each other. We would see each other a few times a year, taking turns at her home and then mine. I called her and asked if she'd be interested in meeting me about halfway between our two cities. I had found a spot I wanted to check out, and this seemed like the perfect opportunity. Both of us enjoyed getting out and about, and we both enjoyed exploring new locations. This place seemed to have everything we were looking for. It was a small lake community in the foothills of the nearby mountains, definitely a getaway destination. By our research, it looked like we had some options of what we could do once we got there. We could kayak or paddleboard or swim in the lake if we chose to go that route. We could do a little hiking or ride our bikes around the village. Or we could simply hang out at the coffee shop and chit-chat, another favorite pastime of ours. So I loaded up and hit the road, trying to leave early enough to beat the midday heat. It had been a very warm summer, so the Central Valley looked dried up and burnt out. I remember thinking it kind of looked like how I was feeling. I was looking forward to the cooler temperatures at the higher altitude. I drove about three hours in the valley And then the road shot off to the east to start the climb up the mountain. At first, the climb was slow, but it wasn't long before the road became narrow and steep. As I wove around the mountaintop, leaving the burnt-out valley floor behind me, I was surprised at how quickly things changed. With every mile, there was less yellow and more green. And of course, once I hit the tree line, It continued to get even more beautiful, with oak trees and pine trees filling in the empty spaces. The air was cooler and cleaner. I opened the windows of my car and turned off the air conditioning. It was wonderful. At one point, I came around a significant curve in the road, and when I did, the view completely changed. This side of the mountain had been part of the devastating Creek Fire, the largest single fire in California history at more than 379,000 acres burnt. Everything was burnt as far as my eyes could see. We're not talking scorched. We're talking completely black, including the forest floor. Even the air changed as I drove through the burn area. The smell of smoke was so strong, I had to close my windows and turn the AC back on as I continued up the mountainside. Shortly before arriving at my destination, I again crossed the fire line, bringing me back into the beautiful, untouched part of the forest. Once inside the village, it was easy to forget the destruction all around us. The village was untouched, as were the surrounding cabins and the lakeshore. The small town had been spared. The locals boast of courageous firefighting, as well as SCE's forestry team that had worked for more than three decades to protect the area's forest. 
The next afternoon, we decided to climb a bit higher. I wanted to take some pictures looking down at the lake. I had already taken some great pictures from the shoreline, and I thought it would be fun to take some pictures from the mountainside above it. As we drove, I was once again reminded of the horrible destruction left behind from the fire. We found a turnout, parked the car, and hiked up a hill where we would be able to stand on top of a mountain peak and see the lake below. As we stood at the bottom of the hill, there was a bit of ash and soot around us, but had we known what the top of the hill was going to look like, I'm not sure we would have made the climb. When we reached the top, I was overwhelmed. There was not a single surface, horizontal or vertical, that was not covered in ash. With every step we took, the black ash seemed to float around us. The granite rocks we climbed up and over to get to the top were also black and covered with soot. There were no trees, no grass, just a few burnt out sticks that were about four feet tall standing vertically in the black dirt. This went on for miles and miles to our east. It felt odd to be standing in such destruction. We walked over to the edge and there below us to the west was the lake. Looking this direction, the view was gorgeous. We could stand in one spot and look at two completely different worlds. Well, once we got the pictures we were looking for, we started looking more closely at the details around us. When we started looking for signs of life, it was amazing what we could find. We realized there was life even here in all this death and darkness. We started to notice how many of those burnt out sticks actually had bits of small green leaves peeking out of the black dirt at their base. They were regrowing from their roots. There were some small green leaves of ground cover taking off in all directions, but they were hardly noticeable underneath the black earth. We also found a plant. It was flowering in the shade of a fallen, burnt-out tree that was providing its shelter. Life was there, but it was in the small details. So here's my message. I realized it was a lot easier to see beauty in the unscathed forest in front of us than to see beauty in the ashes behind us. I suppose at first we simply couldn't see there was life there through all that darkness and sorrow. Sometimes we need to look a little closer, a little deeper, or maybe right down to the roots to find the beauty. The forest will regrow, and so will we. When I started the hike up that hill, I had clean white tennies, but I was feeling completely burnt out. However, when I got back to the car, I had smudges of soot on my legs, hands, arms, and face. My clothes were filthy, and my shoes were black and ruined. But yet, I felt so much better. When we're feeling burnt out, we need to remember there's beauty in the ashes. It might be a little difficult to find, but it's there. This has been Storytellers with a Message. If you enjoyed the show, please hit the subscribe button. 
And don't forget to leave a review on your favorite podcast app. If you have a great story to tell, I'd love to hear from you. You can shoot me an email at storytellerswithamessage at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Lori, wishing you joy and peace.